Hi, I'm Frederick March. I'm here to show you what the best practices are to change your life and become more successful in everything you do. This is episode five, physical and mental awareness. Hi, today I want to talk about some of my, I wouldn't say unusual, but definitely interesting things that I do in order to change my physiology and my mental status. Sure, let's use that word, status. Okay, I've already mentioned this quite a few times on my podcast, but one of the things that's far more important to me than just about anything else is my faith. But besides that, what I've learned is my mental world, my thought processes are the thing that keeps me either stagnant or in growth. So I use um, my mental world, my imagination, my envisioning to create the outcome that I want physically, uh, financially, spiritually, emotionally, all those things. And so uh, I envision, I use those techniques to get to that point to have freedom in certain areas. So for me, it's very, very important. It is a critical part of my everyday life that I do, that I use to create this uh, understanding about who I am and what I'm doing and where I'm going and how to get there, you know, and even the how to get there, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that's in play. It becomes something that happens, but it's not necessarily something that's in play. So I like to envision what I want. You know, I envision the, the kind of body type that I want. I envision the lifestyle that I want to be living. I envision all those things. And I feel myself, like and people say, that your reticular activating system is all of a sudden now saying, okay, this is important to me, so now I will focus and try to find the way to get to those things that you want to get to. So that's a big part of, you know, me and who I am and where I'm going and how I develop what I'm developing in order to get to where I want to go. So it's a big part of it, huge, in fact. But there's also a bunch of other little things that I do that maybe some people might think are a little weird. Some people might think that, uh, you know, they're just unusual. Let's just go with, first of all, physical change. Uh, one of the ones that's one of the things that I'm doing that it's not strange, but you know, is that I am doing delayed eating. So I am eating within a six hour window. I'm eating from 12 o'clock to six o'clock. Every once in a while, I eat before that. Maybe once in a while I eat after that, but on a regular basis, I try to stick within that window. I am reducing the amount of processed food that I'm eating big time, and I'm also trying to eat more like fruits and vegetables and, and those kind of things. And I still have meat and I, I'll still have a burger. I'll still have pizza every once in a while. I'm still doing these things, but I only eat between that window. And I've noticed physically it's making a difference. I, I'm able to wear shirts that I wasn't able to wear for quite a while. 
that kind of stuff, you know. I, people have been mentioning that I look smaller, so that's a bonus. And physically, I feel better. Um, so, you know, it's doing something. It's changing something. So it's, it's fantastic in that way. The other thing I do is <laughs> I haven't started a physical routine for working out yet. My plan is very, very shortly to start uh, a gym membership and to go and start working out three days a week. Uh, not for a crazy amount of time. I'm going to start with 30 minutes and just work my way up. And I want to make sure that I keep myself in the small goals, that I can achieve the small goals in order to achieve the bigger goals. But the best way to do that is by, so even right now, as far as a small goal is concerned, I'm looking into what gyms to join. If there's a gym in our area, if it's not in our area and a little further away, but what do they offer, what they can do. I used to love uh, dancing and uh, boxing and martial arts. I was in martial arts for a long time. So, you know, I like the idea of joining some place that has uh, punching bags and uh, that kind of thing. But I also like the idea of maybe, I don't know, trying an aerobics class or something. Who knows? But at this point, I'm just kind of looking into it, seeing what is out there. And I'm taking these slow steps to go towards that process. And But physically, what I'm doing now is a few things. One is that on a regular basis, I am sitting on the floor and I'm doing stretching exercises. I am doing uh, splits and uh, different exercises which, you know, are stretching my body so I can have better mobility. I think I remember hearing once somebody saying, I think it was some medical people saying that one of the things that they found in research that was critical for your mobility is your flexibility. And people who are flexible have better mobility even in their older age. And so I've always loved stretching. I did that in martial arts for years. And so I just started doing the same stretching they used to do in martial arts. Now I wasn't as flexible. At one time in my career in martial arts, I was able to do the splits and then lay flat on my face. You know, not there, <laughs> not even close. But I can almost do sitting splits, not laying down splits. But so we're getting there working on it you know I'm not overwhelming myself I'm not stretching myself out to the point where oh my gosh I can only do this no I'm gonna do that until I can do more and then I can do more eventually these little my minute little progresses you'll get to the point where whatever maybe I'll be more flexible than I ever was who knows I wasn't focusing on it back then. It wasn't important to me back then. It was just something I had to do. I had to get through the exercise in order to do the fighting. So you just had to do it. Now, maybe I'm, it's more important to me. So I'm looking at it like this is a longevity thing. This is a mobility thing. This is when I get older. Am I going to be able to manipulate my body in the way I want to, to be able to do the things I want to and not be sedentary and not being able to move and then just slowly passing away. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I want to be strong and fit and mobile and be able to do all the things that I want to do in life, accomplish all the goals I want to accomplish in life.
So let's let's do that. So that's what I'm doing. So that's part of what I'm doing. Also, the other part of what I'm doing, which is something that I thought of a while back. I don't know if it's something I thought of or if it was just an inspiration from above. I don't know. But I thought to myself, if I focused on my muscles and just flex them, you know, like you see bodybuilders, you know, people who are very strong, they're in a window and they're flexing their bodies and they're... You watch them do that on like videos and stuff like that. It's a workout to do that. It's hard on them. So I thought, oh, you know, maybe I can use that as a method because I wasn't very mobile. I was like quite large and not being able to move very well at all. And so I use that and I still use that as a means to be mindful of my body. So I will flex my chest muscle and hold it and I'll feel it, you know, and it's right now I'm doing it, flexing my chest muscle, you know, and then I'll loosen, flex them, loosen, flex them, loosen, flex them. I'll do the same thing with my abs. I'll do the same thing with my arms, you know, I'll flex my bicep and I'll curl it. No, it's just flexing and curling. Just using other muscles to pull against it so I can feel the pressure in my my muscle while I'm doing it. And they're getting bigger and they're getting harder. And so I do this on a regular basis. And this is my physical exercise that I'm doing to get myself to the point where it's not necessarily I'm thinking this is going to build my muscle. It might. It is. But it was more for me to reconnect with my muscles in my body to figure out my calf muscles and how they feel when you flex them in my my glutes and everything how, how does it feel when you flex those muscles what do they feel like what what movements get them to move noticing that kind of stuff and even with the kind of with the stretching you know move your neck how far over can I go? Can I go further? Can I go this way more? Can I go up more? How far can I go down? Learning mobility in my arms. How far can over can I put that? How far over can I go back? Being mindful of your body. Moving it so you can feel it. And so you can have a sense of it. Where it is. Where it's positioned. What's sore even. When I do this, does this shoulder hurt? If that shoulder's hurting, maybe you can look into, well, how do I, what do I do? What kind of exercises can I do to strengthen that shoulder so it doesn't feel so bad? Getting a weight in your hand and just, or just resistance with your own muscles. Boy, you know, I think it is a great way, I think, to prepare yourself for the process of going to a gym and starting to work out with machines and weights and all that kind of stuff. But if you are non physical you're not a person have been working out in the past and you're not really that this is a great way to reconnect with your muscles start to feel where they are start to feel what affects them how to move them how they feel when they're flexing and stuff you could actually do this for 20 minutes and get a really good sweat going i've done it and i do it and then you can you get sweaty and because it's a workout holding your muscles and flexing it you know and the, and the thought i had at one time was like okay my muscle, my muscle does not know the difference between this muscle and this muscle and this muscle working against it than it does if I had a weight in this hand. 
has no clue. So if I do this and I feel this tension in that muscle when I, when I do that, and you can feel the muscle moving up and down when you're doing it, and you feel the tension, it's working that muscle out. You have no weights. You have no equipment cost. You have no gym membership to worry about. You have your body. It's the same thing as doing push-ups or sit-ups or crunches or all those things. You know, those things will help you to get to yourself to the point where you can actually maybe go into a gym and start to work out. Now, it doesn't give you any uh, heavy breathing processes. You know, you're not, you're not building your heart muscle up with this. You, you, this is just about knowing your muscles and your physical you know where everything is and how it feels and how much mo mobility do you have how many motion do you have you know how, what does it feel like to lift your leg and all that kind of stuff which i've been doing and i find it very helpful i've been doing it for a few years now i have started to actually hear people talking about mindfulness and body movement and starting to realize that what i got many years ago actually is very very scientifically proven that's a great way to know your body to get yourself prepared for that point of physical activity and uh, becoming more flexible with stretching and, and, and mobility it's all great stuff so if you are fit but you don't know your body then you could be working out in a way that's not good for you. It's dangerous. It's uh, the wrong movements and not even realize it because you don't, you never really move this way to sense, oh, that muscle is a little tight. Well, why is that muscle tight? Oh, maybe that's tight because I'm doing this. Oh yeah, when you do that, I could feel it tight there. Oh, and so maybe you're realizing, oh, I am not doing the movement properly and it's causing me to have problems somewhere have an expert work with you teach you how to move properly if you go to the gym only all these gyms will have trainers get a trainer for the first little while just to say hey i need somebody to show me how to do these movements properly so i don't hurt myself how to slowly you know let them know what your plans are i don't want to overwhelm myself and then stop and not come back to the gym i want to slowly transition into this lifestyle and so please help me to slowly do this. I don't want to go on a treadmill for an hour because it's not for me. I don't want to, you know, be sitting there lifting 300 pounds because I don't want to, I'm not a super bulky guy. I just want to be fit. So this is what I want to be. So how do I get that? And they'll help you with that process. But for now, if you haven't had that opportunity, even if financially you're not prepared to do that or you can't do that, you have a body. Start moving it in your own house you know do squats you know whatever if you can't even do push-ups yet that's fine just take your arms tighten your muscle in your chest tighten your muscle in your shoulder and your arms and push away push back in push away push back in push away push back in. feel the weight in and out that is preparing this when you're laying down on the ground and you go to do that you may not think it is but it is
visualize even doing the push-up. Close your eyes. See yourself doing push-ups. Your body is going to prepare itself for that vision. Just a little bit of a kind of a thing, but for me it works. And I know there's a lot of people out there who it works as well. Another thing I like to do, and it sounds weird, is breathing techniques. Some people may, they, you know, it's not weird. Some people might think it's weird, but that's okay if you think it's weird. It still works. I heard about this guy a long time ago, and I started listening and following whenever he would do something, and it was interesting. His name is Wim Hof. He now has an app that you can put on your phone that has all kinds of training techniques about uh, physical training and breathing techniques. And it's called the Iceman, right? So one of the things that he also talks about besides breathing is uh, cold therapy. I've been doing this myself. I've been easing into it. Now I go, I, I take a shower. When I take a shower, it starts off as a hot shower. I do all the cleaning that I need to do as a nice, warm shower not hot a warm shower but then when at the end when I'm finished I'll sit under the water and I'll slowly turn the temperature colder and then it, until it gets to the point where it's as cold as I can stand it and I will sit there under that cold water and let the cold water wash over me it wasn't as cold as I have it now when I first started and you know it was tough. It was uncomfortable. But it's, it did something. It changed my physiology. Whoa. Physiology. <laughs> I got it. You didn't think I was going to get it. I got it. It changed my physiology. So, not to be gross, but I used to sweat a lot. I mean a lot. I didn't have to do very much to sweat. I'd be standing here and sweating. I sweat a lot. I did that for a long, long time. But as soon as I started this cold therapy training and the breathing techniques, I stopped sweating all the time. I literally stopped sweating all the time. And I can regulate my body temperature a lot easier. I don't get as cold in the winter as I used to, and I don't get super hot like I used to in the summertime. <laughs> when I started this, we lived uh, in the country a bit. We had chickens, and we get pretty severe winters, you know, in uh, Ontario, Quebec area. So we had chickens. And so when I started this process, it was the summertime. But then I got to the point where the winter happened. And so what I would do, and it's weird to say it, but I did it, is that I would go and feed the chickens in shorts and a t-shirt in the middle of winter. And uh, no problem, I could do it, you know? It changed my physiology. I was able to do that and come back in. Now, when I got back in, I was cool, I was cold, but uh, I wasn't freezing, I was just cold. And 
ever since I started that whole thing, I, I, I no longer have those issues that I used to have with sweating so easily. Now, if I work out and if I'm doing like the other day, I was working at work and and it is 40 degrees in Canada and the humidity, I think, is at 80 something. Pretty high humidity and pretty hot. And I was um, building furniture uh, the third floor of a building with no air conditioner. So I was sweating, but I wasn't out of control sweating. I was sweating because I was working, it was hot, and, and I was able to, once I got into a cool environment, I was able to regulate really quickly. So I know that it has affected my physiology as, as far as how I can deal with extreme hot and cold better now than I did before, which is great, you know. But through Wim Hof, I've also learned uh, breathing techniques. And if you can think of what it would feel like to get a cold shower, you know how you go, <sighs> you had that. Well, there's one of the breathing techniques that I've learned from him uses that style of breathing in order to not exactly all of the details of what it does. I do know that I have tested with uh, pH strips and my saliva at the beginning, before I do the breathing techniques, may be slightly acidic. Because I've been doing it for a while now, it's just slightly acidic. Now, when I first tried it, it was very acidic. It was almost full acidic. And then you do the breathing techniques. And afterwards, you could take this that, that pH strip and you test it in your saliva in your mouth. You don't put it in your mouth. You just put it on, spit on on it. And the actual pH strip shows that you are now alkaline. So just through the breathing techniques, it brings your body from an acidic state to an alkaline state, which an alkaline state is a far better state for you to be in because we are electrical beings. We have electrical currents going around and, and alkaline areas have a better processing time for electrical pulses so it's better for us to be more in alkaline state than it would be into acidic state there are some studies out there that are saying that that's very possible that some cancers can't develop very well in an alkaline state uh, some diseases don't manifest very well in an alkaline state so you know if there's ways for you to do that, they recommend you do that. And for me, I found that this breathing technique was fantastic for just, and you know, it also has a, an element of control for me too, you know? So I would go through the breathing techniques, which is pretty much you breathe in like that and then out slowly. You do that 30 times in a row. And at the last one, you breathe out all the air. Hold your breath for as long as you can. If you want, you can time it to see how long because you'll find that the first time you do it, you can maybe 30 seconds to a minute, but then you eventually will develop a longer period of time where you can hold your breath. And so, and you do that, and then you, you do, once you release your breath after you were holding it, well, not release it, but 
pull in more oxygen. So you're holding your breath. I'll go on. Hold it in and hold that oxygen. You just breathe in as long as you can. And then breathe it out and then go through it another 30 times. Do that four or five times. Now, the very first time I did it, uh, we got a little, ooh, little woozy because I was oxygenating parts of my brain that I haven't oxygenated before. I was uh, not hyperventilating, but it felt like hyperventilating. It was oxygenating part of my body. I can actually feel my fingertips were tingling a little bit. And so he does have a technique too that while you're doing this breathing technique, like if, say, for example, you can do push-ups and you do, you know, 20, 20 push-ups, you know, in a row, you can do that. He says, do the breathing technique, breathe all your air out, and then get down and then do the push-ups. And you'll find that you can do more push-ups holding your breath than you could while you were breathing. I'm not sure what's happening in that situation. And I tried it and it's it worked for me too, so... It, there's truth in it for me. Anyways, my suggestion to you is if you want to learn more about the Wim Hof stuff, get his app. You can find him on all kinds of social stuff. Wim Hof, Wim Hof, he's everywhere now. You know, when I first started watching him, uh, the only time you saw him was, uh, I think there was a, sh a movie or a show that talked about uh, superhumans or something. And then after that, there was some podcasts people were uh, watching with him and I think uh, Lewis Howe actually went through the breathing technique with him and uh, did an intense one where he laid down on a couch and relaxed himself and had a, uh, I take a spiritual experience but definitely got himself to a different level because this is part of what you can also do it's like and I don't think it's uh, anti- god i think it's completely god you know if you read the scriptures the scriptures will talk about uh how often the the lord used his breath to breathe out things and to uh, change the environment with his breath and so i think it's a type and shadow for us to let us know that we can change this we can change our environment we can change our, our thought processes with our own breath not unusual i think it's very godly Unfortunately, you know, sometimes with us believers that we throw out the baby with the bathwater and somebody who's non-Christian talks about stuff where like, oh, we can't do that because it's a satanic. No, it's not satanic. It's it's what God has developed. It's just that we're so stubborn sometimes that other people figure things out before we do. And God is probably right there going, stop and start breathing. And you'll get fastest. But we don't listen. Anyways. <laughs> Enough preaching for me right now. So. Another technique. Some breathing techniques. You know there's lots of different breathing techniques. Uh, I think uh, one is called. Uh, five. Eight. Seven. I think you breathe in for five hold it for eight and breathe out for seven or it could be in for seven out, whatever but it's approximately that and that'll help you calm you know 
usually all you have to do is if you're really stressed out about a situation and you're having difficulty i don't get stressed out very easily but if i am stressed out sometimes the best thing i can do is just like okay just become conscious be mindful of your breathing and i'm not saying you have to count it but at least recognize your breathing slow it down pay attention to it and then it'll just naturally calm you down it's 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 a natural part of who we are we have a breath everything that the lord has given us is not just for one purpose breathing is not just to keep us alive Yes, it can keep us alive, but it can also change our physiology. It can change our mental status. It can do all kinds of things. It can bring us from a place of acidic to alkaline, just from breathing and thinking. We can think ourselves into a bad place, and that's what we do most of the time. We think ourselves. We ruminate on something that's really negative, and we go into a bad place. But we can do the opposite. We can think of what's pleasant, what's good, what's lovely, what's precious, and think ourselves into a good place. Okay, I think that's enough for today. But, you know, just little basic techniques, stretching, body awareness, uh, motion awareness, uh, heart awareness. No, no, know yourself. You know, figure out who you are, what you're all about, how you move, um, why you don't move, why you're sore, all that kind of stuff. Why you think the way you think and then change it. Figure out a way. Move it. You just move it, move it. I don't want to pay copyright, so. So. Okay been lovely talking at you i'm looking forward to talking with you soon okay i love you be blessed have a wonderful day i hope this helped